Greetings and peace. Welcome back to another episode of the Liberated Mind Show. Today is episode 30, Stigma of Self-Improvement, Living Within the Community After Such. We're your hosts today, it's James and I'm Kay. So um, we're just going to jump right in on this on this topic. Um, this got brought up due to, I don't know, I don't, it's just, it just got brought up in general because I've seen, I've seen it a lot where there's self-improvement. Someone goes out of their way to improve themselves. And then it seems like they're met with a bunch of resistance. So, um, Jay, let's go ahead and just jump right into this and kick this off. All right. Thanks, Kay. Um, so first question in our community, there are some who ridicule brothers and sisters who strive for self-improvement such as going to college or getting a, a, a good job. Do you see this as a symptom of conditioning and not seeing the power in ourselves? That's a good question. Um, I believe, yeah, conditioning. I like the fact you use the conditioning because, um, I mean, it's, it's a cycle. It's a repeated cycle. And a lot of where we are today is based off conditioning. And I feel as though that conditioning, um, we know where it stems from with our history here in um, these United States. And I feel as though, yeah, it is due to conditioning because uh, like, like we say, misery likes company. And so I feel as though, I feel as though, um, when people are in situations where they're improving, I just feel as though people are straight up told, like, you think you're better than me because you went out and sought more information. You think you're better than me. So don't, don't even try and push that off on me. I think that's where it comes from. And this could go back into um, the time of our enslavement. Whereas you would have those of us who would learn to read somehow, some way. But at the same time, that self-improvement would be associated with whiteness. For some reason, they would associate. Ignorance should be associated with whiteness because prior to um, to our kidnapping, we did, we did not lack education. In fact, we invented colleges you know what I mean scholars mm-hmm. so it it was the conditioning of saying yeah our people is less than less than people we're dumb and inferior and the the level of achievement was where the white people stood in society so yeah I, I definitely feel as though it's um conditioning because um I think that stems from, like I said, the time of our enslavement. Prior to that, we would not look down on an educated person. In fact, we would seek that person out to gain knowledge. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on it? Basically, to add on to what you said, um, I believe that due to the conditioning that this is another way to further... Um, distance ourselves from unity because if you if you're making someone out to seem like they're better than the rest of the community just because they want to improve 
you're going to step away from that person because you're going to feel like, oh, they don't want nothing to do with me and I don't want nothing to do with them. When in fact, all that person is trying to do is better their lives and, you know, improve and not want to be a statistic. Uh If anything, that should draw you closer to that person because that person, you know, we always talk about vibes and energy on the show. That person is on a higher frequency. And when you got that kind of energy in your community, you should be drawn to that. And that should be the target and how you should strive to be. I know everybody's individual path is different, but if you strive to be better each day, I don't see how that can be viewed as a negative. It it all comes down to how your mindset is and how you choose to go about things and see things and, you know, so that's my um, perspective on it. And I also also agree with like everything that you stated as well. Yeah, I agree with what you just said as well. Um, I just want to dwell on more of what you were saying. It's like how going out to better yourself, but at the same time, it's also bettering those around us because like I said, it, it, I feel as though, yeah, you go out, get educated, and you come back, people are going to have a lot of questions. Um, if we're just looking at college, for example, there may be those younger than us that be like, what college did you go to? Oh, how? what was that experience like? And the minute you tell them, you know, well, the experience was this, that, and the third, it's not just going going there to just necessarily just learn it's also the social aspect and the networking and i think that's missed out on a lot of um that's missed out when people are trying to communicate what you know seeking further education is because um there's more involved with we're going the, the whole college experience there's more involved than just education definitely i agree with you so um but next question, uh, with that crab in the barrel uh, mentality, do you see this as a reason why some either never see anything beyond the hood or move out of the hood and never look back? Yo, I heard um, Minister Farrakhan stated, yo, first of all, you need to look at the, the environment. Is the environment, is the natural environment of the crab the barrel? So therefore, if you're in an in environment that is not of your nature, then of course you're gonna adapt the behavior of survival at that at that point. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's occurring with us. Um, you're putting us, like I said, you put us in in bad situations, um, deplorable conditions, which somehow we pay taxes, but we don't see those tax dollars. We don't see a return on interest in our tax dollars. You know, when it comes to our communities, predominantly African-American communities, we, we don't see it. We don't see it in the school systems, et cetera. So um, people like to point the finger at us and say, hey, it's, man, it's that, it's that uh, crab in the barrel mentality. When I don't think it's necessarily, 
that alone, like I said, who created these conditions? Mm-hmm. So if, this goes back to like you, you, how you started it off. You kicked it off with conditioning. All of this is conditioning. This isn't by nature. It's by design. And over a period of time, you're going to create monsters. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what we that's what we run into. So, yeah, it may not be something. Um, it may not be something conducive to our community, but it is definitely it's the reality of which we it's what we deal with at this point. So um, you may have those who feel like, yo, if I ain't making it, nobody's making it and they want to, you know, keep everybody down. But I mean, like I said, that's 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 that jealousy mentality. And I don't think it's just um, I don't think it's exclusive to us only. But what makes it exclusive is our position and our environment here. If you put anybody, we see it in all these um, survival films, these apocalyptic films, right? You have groups of people who are put in positions to survive. Mm-hmm. Whereas as a, as a whole, people want to survive, but then people break off in groups. And once the groups are broken up, then it's, yo, they may take, they may take all of our water, this, that, and the third. So, you know what? It's between me and them. I'm going to survive. So, I think I think that's what it is. It's that survival, that, that survivor instinct kicks in. And I don't think it's necessarily out of jealousy. I think it's you're in a bad situation and you're looking to survive. And you've been told with the condition and you've also been told that, hey, this person... They don't want to be here with us. They must think they're better than us. Therefore, you know what? Screw them. So, uh, yeah, in like a long roundabout where I hope that answered that. <laughs> no, it definitely did. No, um, just want to take a moment to uh, say peace and power to our king. He, uh, he's joining us today on this episode. Um, so, king. so I'm going to... Peace uh, and power, my brothers. How y'all doing, man? Good, Good. Man. welcome. Thank you, my brother. Honored to be here. No doubt. Thank you. I'm gonna repeat the question I just asked um before you join. Um with the crab and the barrel mentality, do you see this as a reason why some either nev- never see beyond the hood or move out of the hood and never look back? That's a great question, my brother. Great question. I think that that fact is in the two parts. I feel like one that factors into the type of men you was raised around, kind of what we call our old heads, and you, you know what I mean, your goddess and your direction. And then also, is secondly, energetically, the type of energy that you bind towards yourself as you, you know what I mean, you go throughout your trials and tribulations of manhood. So I feel like it stems from both parts. You know what I mean? If you, if you, you know, you're around a certain group of brothers, you know what I mean, and you and you understand kind of what energy you bring to the group, you know what I mean, and where you stand as your position. Then when you submit to them, start making some money, you know what I mean? And, and a righteous brother that's in a position like that, you know what I mean, will put his uh put his brothers on, to, uh, you know what I mean, and make sure that they're in a position so they can start making money as well. You know what I mean? So I feel like the, the, the type of... Uh, the mentality kind of falls into two poles of 
who that person is and how, you know what I'm saying, he was guided and directed. Because I know for me, a lot of people that was in my life, you know what I mean, a lot of men that was in my life taught me to always eat with your partners. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, mm-hmm. and the partners that you surround yourself with, you know, you make sure they like your brothers. You know what I mean? Because everybody ain't your friend. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But a lot of times, brothers that don't get that type of insight, you know, can't conceive what other brothers might be doing to manipulate them into other certain things. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes they get dragged down just from a lack of being aware of what's really going on. But the young brother that gets that game and that gets that knowledge, you know what I'm saying, can produce that that understanding in his mind that I'm only going to surround myself with brothers and sisters that want to see me win. You know what I mean? And then when I start winning, I'm positioned to win. I can therefore uplift them at the same time so we can all eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I like um, both of y'all perspectives. Kay came with the um, societal impact of why the, that quote-unquote crab and the barrel mentality exists because of not where we want to be, but where we were put at. And it's that survival mentality. And then I also agree with what Kim said about the, the energy and that mindset and surrounding yourself with people that vibrate on that same frequency. So I, I see uh, both of those things being the true, you know, issue at hand. Like And like um, Kay said, that, that crabbing the barrel mentality I mean, it's 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 not real. It's it's like it's it's more of a metaphor because where when you talk about that, you're you're really pointing the finger at the symptom, but not at the original reason. So, like, if the original reason is what put us in the barrel, you can't then blame the barrel without trying to diagnose what the original reason is. So I appreciate I appreciate both of y'all feedback. That's a great way to look at it. Great perspective. Thank you. All right. So um the next question is do you see a lack of knowledge of self as a source of the stigma of self-improvement in the community? Yeah, uh, most definitely. I think yeah, I touched upon that in the in the first question, right? I I, I believe it's exactly that mm-hmm. and not knowing self is by not knowing history like i said when it comes to that whole education people who are who who lack information assume that <clears throat> excuse me assume that education is associated with whiteness whereas like i said if you know your history you know that we invented education we invented universities Therefore, you can't say you're trying to be white. No, what you're trying to do, what you're trying to be is you're trying to be who you are. You're trying to go back to your roots and become something great and inspire those around you. And people need to sit back and think. There's a reason why once they enslaved us, education was one thing that, one of the major things that was forbidden. And you would definitely get killed if you attempted to even read. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they used it in so many ways. Religiously, you know, when it comes to just basic 
religion. They didn't want they didn't want you to read. I don't know if our listeners have seen the um Nate Parker's um his um movie on Nat Turner. And that was one thing where they uh for those of that you know who may not have read anything about Nat Turner prior to him becoming um like the lead of one of one of one of um the slave revolts many slave revolts at the time he was a preacher and basically they groomed him to preach to the other enslaved africans on the plantation but it was for him to read excerpts from the bible at which were approved and he was allowed to learn and this went on on many plantations so I say that to say, even in the religion that they were feeding to us, they said, hey, this is it. You see here, you have to be a good slave. This is what the Bible says. So you already have this person's mind because they believe if they don't, if they're not Christian, they're going to a place called hell. So therefore, they're going to go by everything in that book. But at the same time, that book, you're only allowed to know part of the book and you're only so it's all out of context and that all boils down to education so I feel as though when somebody knows that hey I can control this person's mind by hiding the truth from them it's it's much easier to manipulate that being so yeah most definitely um, most definitely go back to your original question um Go back to the original question. Um, yeah, we definitely uh, need to to know what education is and how we benefit from it, and know know what um, all those stigmas that we may sit up there and repeat. Know where those um, know where those false. I can't even word it properly, but just know where they stem from. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I think. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think that's um, all I gotta speak on on that. Yeah, before Kim jumps in, yeah, you did, you did, you definitely touched on it on the first question, but I, I knew you, I knew you had more to bring with it, so that's why I asked the <laughs> question again. No uh, doubt. Yeah, King, what you got to um, say about that one? Hey, James, that was a. Uh... Okay, that was a great breakdown, my brother. <laughs> great reference, AJ. I'm interested to hear what you, uh, what you, what you, uh, what you, uh, what you got to say on the topic. Um, yeah, I always think knowledge itself is important because yes, if you if you know who you are and know where you come from, there's no way that self improvement will ever ever be viewed as a stigma. Mm-hmm. You all. You're always supposed to strive to improve and to be better, and that goes that goes back to our ancestors. They was always creating and inventing things, so it's like if if we come from that, we can't then try to demonize a brother or sister that's trying to also improve, and you know that is is just crazy. 
So I believe that um, a lot, a lot of the issues that we have in our community would cease to exist or be minimized if everyone had that knowledge of self and just know where education comes from. Like Kay was saying, we, we our ancestors created a lot of the, the things that modern education or Western education is based on. Even though Western education is bastardized and, and lost its way from what our ancestors created, it stems from that. Just like Thanks. just like a lot of other things, religion, everything. It stems from our ancestors, African. Like and a lot of people don't understand their connection to that word African. People try to act like, oh, that's not me. Yes, it is. You can't deny it. You can't deny the energy. You can't deny the spirit. You can't deny who you, what you look like. So that's that's my um, take on it. 100% factual. <laughs> that's facts, King. <laughs> Thank you. Super facts, man. I agree. And even what you said, James, is to piggyback off that. How our how our ancestral lineage runs so deep because there is actually older older pyramids that they found in in America than there is over in Africa, mm-hmm. which means that our ancestors were already here and established before the Caucasian. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's a whole other story. But <laughs> so so for the brothers and sisters that believe, okay, Africa, this, that, and the third. Well, even if you were over here in the northwestern hemisphere, you know, what I'm saying you still connected. Right. Because we are the original people, the original man. So and then and go into, you know, birth of a nation. I think it hit so many levels for me, Kay, because he started to use the biblical verses to start, you know, first he used the verses to kind of, you know, stimulate and kind of main, you know, main the masses. Then he used the same book to start to unlock keys. So then the, the males would start to believe who they are and motivated the masses to go into that big movement, man. So it was, uh, it's, it's interesting, you know, even, even in the little Psalms that they show in that movie, uh, in certain specific spots in South Carolina and in Virginia, uh, where Nat Turner was, there were, uh, slaves that were bought directly over here from Africa, like the Geechee tribes and different things like that. So the kind of, uh, ritualistic, I mean, not even, I don't like to say the word rituals, but just the kind of practices that they went over in those tribes, you can see how they invoke different energies on the presence of that plantation. You know what I mean? All of them were healers, mothers, different types of things, but the spirituality aspect was so strong. You know, a lot of them never, never forgot where they came from. So they always kept that spiritual strength strong. Right. And to see Nat Turner to be able to tap back into that, right. And lead a whole movement. We just showed you how deep our roots really run. You know what I'm saying? Because there is a whole practice of Christianity before Christ, you know, that's a factual, that's a factual thing. You know what I mean? Spirituality has been around since the beginning of time. Uh, there's, there's a quote that I love. It says, uh, science is spirituality that you can't see and spirituality is science that you can see. Right. Because everything in the universe is just mathematics and science. That's how everything was created. Right. Everything can be analyzed and broken down to a mathematical language and when we start to study ourselves and know ourselves right we can start to elevate to certain different uh 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 uh, uh, higher knowledges of ourselves and start understanding 
where we where we come from or who we truly are. Like I, like you said, we invented everything, like the internet, cell phones, every literally any invention that we have, you know, has been created by the original man. So once we can once we can tap back into that energy and once we can convey that message to our children, you know, which is extremely important because they are the future generations, right? We'll start to be able to transform uh, this life. That's why I think Judas and the Messiah was so needed right now because he said, no, the power is the people. The people are the power, right? But if we don't know who we are as a people, then we'll never access that power. So that's how, you know, kind of kind of my, my take, James. And I know, you know, where me and you come from, you know, in the projects, it's just so great that we we not even fully practicing a specific spiritual practice, but our ancestors still guided us to know who we are. So we upgraded to our higher selves. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're here in positions that we are today being able to teach and reach other. Yeah, definitely. Yes, sir. Yeah, powerful yeah. stuff, man. Appreciate that, God. Most definitely. Oh, man. All right, so um, the next question. All right, while we know that this stigma is not absolute or across or you know across the board, do you think that the stigma overshadows those who support and actually uplift our people who strive for better? Am I repeating that? Yes, sir. Um, while we know that the stigma is not absolute, do you think that this? The, um, the stigma that some people have in our community overshadows those people who actually support and uplift people who strive for better. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, short answer, yes. Uh, we, we've seen it. We've seen it play out time and time again throughout history. Whereas, um, like I said, we can even reference Brother Akeem just brought up Judas and the Black Messiah. We can reference that that film. Uh, I hope everyone's seen it by now. I don't want to spoil nothing in case people aren't even familiar with the Black Panthers, uh, Fred Hampton, that whole situation that the movie's portraying. But um, you've seen that when, when they go out there and do their fellowship within the community. And it's like, hey, Free, free lunches, free, free food. Bring your kids through so we can feed them, educate them. And despite the good deeds that they were doing, you still had, you know, that, that stigma out there about what they heard or what the government's put out there as to what they, what their overall mission was, which we know was lies coming from the government. But we know they had to infiltrate. They had to, to break down whatever good work the Panthers were doing to better ourselves and, and the government knew once you get everybody on the same page like they said it was the greatest threat to united states at that time more than any outside threats so yeah definitely those stigmas um overshadow what what our people have done like i said it's just throughout history it's always the same thing and you would think that whole game plan we'd be hip to it by now and be like nah we ain't falling for it no more but unfortunately, I don't know whose voice is louder. What 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 you think about that, Akeem? Oh man, I uh I definitely agree, bro. I definitely agree. It seems like uh 
it seems like purposely it happens like that in our community all the time. You know what I mean? Like that's the plan for, you know, Messiah to, you know, be brought into existence and then Judah just being placed to sabotage him. There's always a saboteur in the story. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I feel like the time and place that we in today, you know, we got one thing on our side that we never had before and that's the internet. You know what I mean? So many people are being, being able to be connected globally through an internet connection. You know what I mean? So even if we're not together physically, you know, the energy is still being propagated throughout the nation. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, you know, kind of kind of just being on the up and up about everything. You know what I mean? Just in the past, we've seen, like you said, from the Panthers to really Marcus Garvey, you know, Drew Ali, you know, Elijah Muhammad. They, they, everybody kind of takes a lot of heat. You know what I mean? When they want to transform the mentality in our community, uh, you know, sometimes that comes from within an ex- external structure. You know, I mean, an internal structure. Sometimes it comes from external structure. You know, but being infiltrated, being infiltrated at the at the same time. So, uh, you know, I'm very optimistic for today's world. You know, although those things may still happen when when our brothers and sisters are out here doing great work, and they might you know, maybe some type of criticism may be endured, but in, in essence, you know, as a collective, I feel like all people are coming together stronger than ever before. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going I'm to step outside the box and, uh, about this question. With anything, if you look at television programming or social media, the negative always seems to overshadow the positive stuff. And it seems like with stigmas in our community, it's the same way. If one, if if we have a leader and then a handful of people criticize that leader, that seems to spread like wildfire. But if somebody points out and be like, yo, this brother, you got to support him. All these questions come up. Oh, what is he about? Like, why, why should I support him? Like, it's never like just getting on getting on board behind somebody and just supporting them. So for some reason, it's like the conditioning runs deeper in some of our brothers and sisters. And it's mm-hmm. like that that stigma is always gonna be there in some form or fashion. And it's unfortunate, but it's it goes back to the, you know, that statement. Every brother ain't a brother. And that is that's that's just what it is. Like some some people aren't gonna be able to come with us. When when we try and get to that that mountaintop that Martin Luther King was talking about, okay. some people can't get there with us. Some people gonna have to stay down there because we're at a time now we can't afford to have any more Judas's infiltrators. We can't we can't afford to have somebody sabotage us from within. Like the time, the time is now where any stigma, any negative talk, anything like that, it needs to be weeded out, and we need to find a way for us as a community to strive, strive for the better. So self improvement for the community is what's best for the community. So that's that's my take on it. I agree. Um, and when you said that, it's like um. Yeah, we gravitate towards. We gra- I can't even say it's culturally. I can say it's um, 
is it generational? I, I'm, I don't know. I don't know how to categorize it, but we do gravitate to that. Like, there's a few names that popped up in my head. I'm sure. I mean, one, one of the obvious is like Dr. Umar Johnson with his school. Mm-hmm. And people always got a billion questions, but ain't donated a penny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then um, I just remember when Floyd Mayweather was winning, he hasn't lost. Let me not say was. So not even let me not even uh, specify him. I'll just say any of our great athletes, anytime there may be an upset and they lose, you hear more about that than the greatness that they have been portraying. And it's mm-hmm. like it's almost celebrated in a sense, like, see, I told you. I told you so. Yeah, so that stigma definitely runs deep and we gravitate towards it for some reason when we should be celebrating the success and the progress more. I don't want to hear about the negativity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just, I mean, it's, it's just as simple as that. I just feel as though with these, like you said, everyone isn't going to come with us. And rightfully so, because there are those who are content with the position that they're in now and where they're at now. And then you have those, like I said, those Judas. The main thing you can do with those situations is stop the forgiving, the forgiveness involved. And I think that's our biggest Achilles when it comes to dealing with betrayal is the automatic forgiveness because it's just puts us in a position to whereas in all these, even in these movies that um, have come to life based off of reality, like in Birth of a Nation, we saw that boy who was coming, listening to the plans and then went to the plantation owner. It's like, yo, this is what happened. And it foiled the plan. Mm-hmm. You've seen that William O'Neill with Fred Hampton. Go drug him. You know what I mean? foiled the plan so we can't these people shouldn't even they need to go into hiding afterwards they shouldn't even feel as though you know what i know i can win over my people again so i think i think that's one thing that needs to change that's just my opinion so yeah no i definitely agree what about you can you got anything else to say on this i think you brothers pretty much stamped that one man that was love Appreciate it. Already. All right. So the uh the final question. Um, what advice would you give to our young brothers and sisters who are on the path of striving for better than what the statistics would have them believe? James, I'll let you uh lead the way on this one, bro. I uh, know I like to hear James on that one. <laughs> 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 appreciate uh, you Kate <laughs> on this on this uh, it's, it's simple um, yeah. just be you and do you and just always try to be the best version of you every day and just remember that your only competition is who you was yesterday you're not in competition with nobody else except for yourself you're trying to be better each day so you keep doing that don't let nobody talk you out of anything don't don't let nobody say that what your what your goals are don't mean anything or that you should abandon them you gotta you just gotta go for it 
100%. Believe in yourself, no days off, and just handle your business. That's a fact, bro. James, can you repeat the question one more time? Uh, what advice would you give to our young brothers and sisters who are on the path of striving for better than what the statistics would have them believe? Man, <laughs> I would, uh, what I like to do is I like to just show, I just like to show children or young adults just images of, you know, our ancestors that completed so much stuff in the, in the past, right? Or, or I share with them, you know, the top 100 inventors, you know, that uh, are of the melanin descent. So they can actually see what's going on because sometimes not only about what I tell them is about what they see because that's how they, that's how a lot of us learn is through perception. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a, uh, a heavy key that I would just be the message that I will be relaying to the young brothers on top of getting them involved in certain programs as well. Right. Uh, getting them involved, showing them uh, uh, images of black wall street and telling them what they can do, you know, in the business realm and, explaining to them you know uh kind of uh you know we were kind of taught money was the root of all evil but we know that's that's uh (laughs) that's false you know what i'm saying just have these conversations with them and let them know really what's going on but like you said too teaching them to love themselves you know affirmations uh you know teaching them about health and wellness you know i mean explaining to them how much uh how much power they have in their word you know how the tongue is a two-edged sword, you know, breaking down the science of that, just, you know, because it, it, sometimes a lot of children can be very negative with themselves because in the environments that they grew up in and young teenagers. So just like you said, reprogramming that subconscious mind for success instead of stress, you know what I mean? That's, that's how, that's how their lives turn out for the best. So, yeah, but I love, I love, uh, I love talking to the youth and uh, just, just, just talk, talking to people in general that, that want to be on a path of growth and development and just looking for different ways, you know what I mean? Especially in our community, because we know how much stuff that we had to go through physically and mentally. So to even be sane in our society is a, you know, a hell of an achievement. So just giving them a, you know, a pathway. So like you said, just knowing the self. Definitely. Yeah. Sure. Appreciate that. No doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I agree with I agree with everything that's been said uh, pertaining to that question. And just just to add to it, def- most definitely need to keep going forward to, to improve. The whole goal is to improve, improvement, improvement. And um, also keep in mind that we will become ancestors one day. And you want you want to leave that blueprint. You want people to look at you and say, "Hey, this is how. This is what. These are the adversities. These are the hurdles that they they went through. They didn't let it stop them. So we just we just need that out there. And we just like I said, need to remember like anybody can be a role model. There's always eyes on you, whether you want them or not. There's gonna be eyes on you. So mm-hmm. people are watching you. And you want to set that example. And when it comes to this, like I say, you just got to keep moving forward in a positive manner and, you know, doing 
doing the right thing. Bottom line, do the right thing. Put us in a better position. And by us, it's, it's all of us. For our families, our kids, everyone. And I, I just think um, once people come to terms with that, the ambition will grow as well. And, and it'll just become automatic. And you ain't even going to have to think. It's just going to be automatic at that point. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Appreciate that. Um, one other thing that I feel um, needs to be addressed or given, you know, to the um, young brothers and sisters is that trauma is a real thing. When you come from the various communities that we come from and the things we witness and things like that, trauma is a part of our lives. So if you feel that you need to address address that trauma, you know, seeing, seeing a therapist or whatever, make sure you address it because unresolved trauma can have a negative impact on your life. So whatever goals you try and strive for, if that trauma is, you know, affecting your day to day, you won't even be able to improve because you're going to always have the anchor on your back. So I, I think that's, that's another um, very, very important thing that many of us in our community don't really like to address head on, but it impacts a large, a large percentage of us. I agree. That, that mental health, definitely. Trauma. And, and like I said, there's studies that show that um, that PTSD is, is passed down generational. It's in the DNA. Yeah. So, yeah, it, you got to find some way to c- cope with it. And you're going to have to live with it. So, you, like I said, you just got to find some way to cope with it. Mm-hmm. And like you said, um, there's black psychology. Um, maybe that'd be a nice show. There's actually something called black psychology, and um, where it takes it takes on our our worldview to address our issues, whereas. The um, psychology that you hear about, the um, American Psychology Association, all of that is based off of European worldview. So um, definitely um, a Black psychologist. And I'm not just talking about Black as in skin tone. I'm talking about Black as in mentality. Mm -hmm. These are the type of psychologists we need to seek out. Definitely, definitely. What about you, Kim? You got something else to speak on? That was that was excellent, Kim. I'm great. I'm grateful that you brought up, you know, what I mean, the psych the psychological aspect. Um, because it's interesting when you start to break down the word psychology in itself, right? Uh the the the, the root words that they come from, you know, kind of means animation. So it's a psych, so like an animation, which originally stems from animal. Right. So when we break down the psychology of ourselves, even in Western psychology, when they practice psychology, they're just studying the aspect of them lower selves or their animal self. 
right? There's a, there's a great teacher. His name's uh, Ra'un Nefer Amun, or they call him Baba Shakem Shakem. And he, uh, he wrote about a five-book compilation called the Madhu Netcher, right? And he breaks down aspects of spirituality, but it's also called the Tree of Life, where we go through different phases in our lives as the original people, right? Uh, so the, the third phase would be our animal selves. The second phase would be our warrior nature. And then the third phase, which is our highest extensions of ourselves, or the Ba man, he likes to call it, is like that sage or that godhood that we reach, right? Um, that priesthood is what they say, or that Christ rising. Uh, so in, in, in the aspect of trauma, it goes so deep that even in our neighborhoods, all we're doing is practicing, you know, animalistic tendencies, right? Because everything is just preying on our animalistic nature, on our psychological nature. Like Kay said, they don't practice our type of psychology that needs to be happening with a spiritual essence. It's all happening from a European experimental concept. So the type of, uh, you know, the type of uh, degradation that that's doing on our mental is having, a, you know, an extreme effect. And I, I'll just add one more thing. They do, they do experiments with rats, right? And I think we talked about this last time I was on where they put a certain set of rats in living quarters that's acceptable. You know, there's, there's a bunch of space. They get fed regularly, you know, and the rats are calm and peaceful. And then they have another set of rats where the rats live on top of each other and they get ration food, right? And these, and these rats are very violent, you know, very rage, you know what I mean? Because it's a limited amount of food. So like that, that, that sink or swim mentality, that eat or be eaten mentality. But when, when, you, when you put that program in, in us, that makes us act as in our animal spirit. So we never get to even get a chance. Uh, and then even in the warrior spirit, the warrior class just exists of our athletes, right? That's where all of our warrior class goes. That kind of that, that rage and masculine goes into the football, basketball. So they kind of shut, they kind of shut down our middle road from our animal getting into our warrior. But if we learn how to harness that warrior, then we'll become our highest selves and start to live in unison like we did back in our native times, right? So, but then our community is a lot, you know, just the, you know, the trash that's in our community, the, 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 the places to eat in our community, you know, just the, just the, even the nature itself puts us in this animalistic tendency, you know, kind of in this distraught mental uh, mind state that acts act out these things, right? But this is why we're having conversations like this. So we can start to make people aware, start to make their parents aware of, listen, if you don't want to do certain things for yourself, you at least have to do it for the children. Because if we don't, if we don't, if we don't get to the root of this situation now, you know, what I mean, we thought 2020 and 2021 might be bad, but you know, it's just it, this is just the first to come. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's important to reach our children so we can, you know, what I mean, just change their paradigms and therefore start to elevate. Dang. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Facts. Big facts, man. Drop the big gem on them. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that, Kings. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, that, that's that's a hell of a way to close out the show. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> needs to be said. So, you know, uh, once again, thank you for joining us for the Liberated Mind Show. Always, Peace and power yeah. and much appreciation for Kim joining us. Um, yes, sir. You know, Peace and power, all, all, always welcome. Always, yes, sir. Always. Yes, sir. I appreciate the energy. I appreciate 
you brothers even putting a platform like this out there for open conversations to happen. So I'm very grateful for that. And, uh, you know, skew pardon me for the, um, the late, uh, the late entry a little bit earlier, you know, I was out running around. I'm actually, I was out here, brothers getting some stuff ready for the garden. So I'm out, I'm out here right now. This is one of the, uh, one of the lands I work on out here in Greensboro. So when I was calling earlier, I was getting the card and everything packed so I can come out here. So excuse me for the delay, brothers. I was moving and getting in transition and everything like that. And maybe sometime soon, man, we can go into like the grown food aspect too. Yeah, definitely, man. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Definitely, man. Yeah, no yes, apologies sir. necessary, man. You 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 doing things for the community improving. So Yes, sir. Thank you, God. So I appreciate y'all, man. This was love. Definitely. Yep. And you know, as as always. For y'all listening, keep keep the conversation going, keep the discussion going. And you know, we'll see y'all next time, man. Peace and love. Peace. All right, Kings. Peace and power.